Beautiful, beautiful Haskal, a little bit of his orders before we go ahead and get started in our learning. Quite a beautiful way to usher in, usher in a, a beautiful Shir Mirchim, some beautiful Shira. Yeshkach to Baruch Meir for the delicious Chalant. Incredible, incredible job. Shkoyach. Do we have uh, challenge slots open for coming weeks? Isn't that, uh, always, always. Other challenge. The challenge Gabai is back. The challenge Gabai is back. All right, good. So we'll say. So we're going to continue Amir Hashem this evening in our in our journey through the works of the Chalbana Tali Chaim Hakitsu So again, for those of you who are joining us for the share for the first time this week, I'll give a short synopsis. What I'm also going to do is first of all, we started a new WhatsApp group. I know everybody, since the pandemic started, it's a, it's a contest. How many WhatsApp groups you could be a part of, right? So Baruch Hashem, we've created another one. So I'm going to post the past shiurim. Always winning. What? Always winning. Always winning, yeah, probably. So I'm, I'm going to post the past shiurim on that, on that WhatsApp group as well. So you can catch up a little bit with this. But just to give you a little bit of, of, of a quick synopsis, I think this is now our third week or our fourth week in the Chalban. Maybe the third week. So we're, we're learning, first of all, Sefer of the Chaban. So the Chaban, Reb Chaim Cohen, Zechot Tzadik Levracha, was uh, an incredible individual, a Mekubal, a Mekubal, a Kabbalist, but part of a group of Mekubalim who were very much hidden for a good part of their lives and only became revealed much later on. See, he authored a series of sermons, or I should say his Torah, based on his Torah, a series of sermons called the Tal Lechaim. He's known as the Chalban because the truth is for a good part of his life he worked as a dairy worker. He worked just as a common guy. But little did the world know that this common dairy worker was, uh, was a gun, awesome, was a tzaddik, a tzaddik is so known. So in this particular sefer, what the Chaban has taught us as follows. And again, just a very quick chazora. So, so far what we've seen is the Chaban told us that there are really two parts to the Jew. There's what he called the Panemius and the Chitzonius. So Panemius, let's start, let's work backwards. Let's start with the Chitzonius. There's the external part of me. So the external part is my individual identity. It's who I am as a person, who I am as an individual. My panemius, but my true inner part, that's my identity as part of the collective. That's my identity as part of Klaviso. And the Chaban gave the marshal that just like if you look at the body, right? The body is made up of multiple limbs. So each limb has its own identity. But then each limb also has an identity as being part of the body. So the Jew also, I have my identity, my own individual identity, who I am as a person. That's my chitzonius. That's my external identity. My internal identity is who I am, who I am as a member of Klal Yisrael. So the Rebbe explained that this is the dynamic of Golos. What happens in Golos? See, quoted the Pesukim in that compared Golos diaspora to death. Then what happens in death? In death, the whole is broken up into pieces, right? There's a body and there's a soul. During life, they're connected. And then during death, they are disconnected. So, so to in Golos, what happens? In Golos and Diaspora, there is a 
there's a disconnect between my external identity and my internal identity. See, what the Chalban posits is something really profound. That in Galus, you could work on your Chitzonius. In Galus, in Diaspora, you could work on your individual sense of self. That you could work on. You could become the best version of you. What's missing in Galus? In Galus, you can't really be part of the whole. You can't really, you can't work on your Pneumius. Because the idea of being able to be part of the whole ultimately, again, is a function of Am Yisrael being in Eretz Yisrael. And if the Jewish nation is not in the Jewish land, then although we could all be incredible individuals, at the end of the day, my ability to connect with the collective is impaired and handicapped. And therefore, again, it says the Chaban something so beautiful. He says, this is the idea of Geula. So what's Gula? What's redemption? So redemption was when they're brought back to Eretz Yisrael. When they're brought back to Eretz Yisrael, it's not just simply that there's a geographical shift, but when we come back to Eretz Yisrael, we have the ability to no longer just simply focus on our external personal identity, but we have the ability to focus on our internal identity as part of the whole. And says the Chaban, again, there's much more that he said, but I'm not going to go through all three Shi'urim again. But I will say with that, let, let's pick up. So we're picking up on page Lamed Zayin. It's a page Lamed Zayin. So again, the Chaban writes as follows. He says, Doreinu vidar kibbutz galios. come inside. Should be seats. Now we can start. Now we can start. All right, so we'll say, so take a look at page Lamed Zayin. So the Chaban writes as follows. He says, Vitavin hetiv. So this is really a very, a very beautiful and magnificent idea. He says, and understand well, So we started this piece already last week. So he says that the, the idea, the sod so what he compares is like this, that when we come back, when there's geula, so geula is a restoration of the spirit. You see, in Golos, in exile, you could have the guf, you could have the body. And I will say, I want to point out, we're going to see that the principles the Chaban is talking about over here, we're going to start with talking about exile from Eretz Yisrael, geula, Golos, Eretz Yisrael, but we're going to see that we're going to apply these concepts in life as well. So the Chaban says that the case, the job of our generation, is to restore the spirit of Klal Yisrael. Listen to this. So it says the Chabad like this. The first generation. Now what is he referring to when he says the first generation? The first generation he's referring to over here is the generation of early Olim. Early people who came back to Eretz Yisrael. The Chalutzim. Right? The early settlers. The truth is many of them were not religious. Right? And many of them, again, were not really involved with the spirit of the land. They were involved with the body of the land. And so says the Chalban, and that was an incredibly important Davodah, because remember, again, think about this just a moment. The soul can't exist without the body. Right? But the, the, I should say it differently. The soul can't exist without the body. The soul can't exist in this world without the body. So he says, earlier generations who came to Eretz Yisrael, they worked on the chitzonios. They worked on the external aspects of redemption. But so we saw in last week's year, what's the first step? What's the first step of Geula? The first step of Geula, remember again, Galos diaspora represents death. What happens over death? The body, without getting graphic, the body decomposes and the limbs separate. So the first step of Geula is the limbs have to come back and become one with the body. Says the Chalban, 
That's what the earlier generation did when they came to Eretz Yisrael. They brought the limbs. The limbs came back together with the early wave of Aliyah, with the early Chalutzim, the early pioneers who drained the swamps, right? Who rebuilt the infrastructure, much of the infrastructure of Eretz Yisrael, perhaps not, not, not the Ruchnios per se, but the, the physical infrastructure. Ultimately, again, they did their part in the Gula. Modern, modern Israel. Modern Israel, correct. He's talking modern Israel now. They brought the limbs back together. Ubichlazos, hachonas, hatashtit, lechayim yachdov. And to that, they created the foundation for the ability to live together. Shubinyan Eretz Yisrael, v'sidr hachayim agufnimba, shenirbaz binavua kaliyas habasra v'agidim alatom. So let's remember again, the Chaban keeps on referencing the nevua of Yecheskel, of Yatzalos Yeveshos, the dry bones. And when the Navi there describes the resurrection of the dead, remember he describes first the bones come back together, then flesh begins to form on the bones. The Chaban posits that's what happened in the early waves of Aliyah. They brought the body together. The limbs came together. They restored the body. Shenermos b'nevua, kalias basar v'hagidim alahat samos. Ach b'shlavzeh, but here's, so again, I want to also point out that the Chaban also very, very much echoing the Hashkafa of Rav Kook, Rav Avram Yitzchak HaKoyen Kook, Zechitzadeh about seeing the Kiddusha even in the non-religious waves of Aliyah, of recognizing that even those who perhaps did not keep Torah and mitzvos, right, did something so incredibly special by building up the land, that at the end of the day, they, they built the body. They didn't build the soul. They didn't build the soul, but they built the body. And the truth is, the soul can't exist in this world without the guf. So says the Chaban something amazing. Previous generation built the body, and now what? He says, he says, So we'll say, this is, this is really incredible. See what the Chaban describes here, we'll say something, and, and you're going to see this is such an important piece to learn now, which is as follows. You see, in the earlier generations, what they did was, the bones came back together, and the flesh, the flesh began to form on, 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 on the limbs. But the limbs didn't create a cohesive body. So what happened, says the Chaban, listen to this, is that if you could imagine, right? If you could imagine, person dies, the body decomposes. With decomposition, a number of things happen. There's no more flesh, right? And over time, the skeleton itself begins to become, whatever the right word is, disconnected. Separate, thank you. Right? In the first wave of Aliyah, so ultimately, again, the pioneers, what did they do? What did they do? They went ahead and they're responsible, ultimately, for bringing the bones closer together and even flesh on the bones. But it wasn't yet a body. It wasn't yet a body. Because what does a body mean? What does it mean to have a body? A body means... Let's say, right, you think about it just a moment. You know, it's so important to work on our gratitude for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Let's say, think about it, like a person goes like this with their fingers, right? Just ask a person who's in physical therapy, in rehab, right, what, what, what it means to be able to go like this. Hey, I, I don't know, I'm not, I mean, Baruch Fischl can speak to this. He's the, he's, the, he's the physician over here, right? So, you know, it, it, 
Okay, sorry. I mean, you can tell us from the science. You know, the, the synapses and the this and the thus and the muscle tone and the this. Everything has to, you see, when being a body means everything works in concert together. Central nervous system. Right? Central nervous system, right? Everything, everything is tied together. So the Chabad posits in the early days of Aliyah, they did something amazing. The bones came together. The flesh even began to form in bones this good. But there was no central nervous system. Right, so everything's there, but it's not connected, and there's not yet a ruach. There's not yet a ruach. But we'll say, look what the Chaban describes over here. He says, therefore, That's why it's interesting. The limbs are all there, but they're disconnected. They're disconnected, right? They're not working in concert together. And look what he writes. That's why to this day, Ha'am choluk litziburim shonim. Klal Yisrael is divided into different groups. Vahamachlokas goveras. And look what happens with machlokas. Rabbi Saul, come on, this seat on the other side. And ultimately, again, look what's happening with machlokas. Right? Look what's happening with machlokas. Shavose, so again, do you understand what he's describing over here? He's describing over here this incredible yisod, where again you have you have the bodies there, the limbs are there, but the limbs aren't connected. They're not working in concert, and therefore, ultimately, again, as a result of that, there's machlokes, and there's profound machlokes. Says the Chaban in Klal. This is not a historical statement. The Chaban passed away a couple of years ago. A couple of years ago, right? He's describing. We'll see. You ever watch? Isn't it the most painful thing sometimes to see what happens in Eretz Yisrael? Isn't it the most painful thing to see what happens in Israeli politics? You ever watch a session in the Knesset? If you haven't, I would strongly urge you never to do it. Never to do it. It, No, all kidding aside, it is one of the most painful things to watch. If you watched any of the sessions that are happening now, there's a lot of controversy going on in Eretz Yisrael right now, right, between decentralizing kashras from the rabbinate and decentralizing conversions. And when you hear how Jews talk about each other, and it, by the way, it's all directions. You hear how people speak about the chief rabbi, and you hear how the Haredim speak about the religious Zionists, and you hear how the religious Zionists speak about the Haredim. And again, we speak worse about each other, right? If, if you wouldn't know who anyone is talking about, you would think, oh, they must be talking about Amalek. They must be talking about Amalek, right? Because you would never call names to someone if they weren't Amalek. That, that's what it means when the body, and, and it's an amazing, and isn't it incredible? Yet, here's, here's the great anomaly. We're sitting in the Knesset, right? In, a, in, in the structure of a Jewish government, right? In, in, a, in an autonomous Jewish state, so all the limbs, all the limbs are there, right? All the limbs are there. And all the different factions are all represented, but they're factionalized. They're factionalized. And I will say, again, I just want to tell you something. People think the greatest threat to Am Yisrael is, is Iran, is a nuclear Iran. Nuclear Iran is not the greatest threat to Am Yisrael. The greatest threat to Am Yisrael is a nuclear Am Yisrael, which is exactly where 
we're headed. When you take a look at the way we talk about each other and the factionalism, that, as well, you could lobby for this. So I don't know. There's some good lobbying to done for nuclear energy, right? So, yeah, so, but, but all kidding aside, like, we, we think about, you understand, you see it, you see how people talk about each other and how we relate to each other. But, and, and the irony is, yet we're all in Eretz Yisrael, in a Jewish government, in a Jewish government, right? So this is what it means. The limbs are all there. The limbs are there, but there's no central nervous system. They're not, they're not connected. There's a state of disrepair. There's a state of disconnect. Kozos, and he says, why does this happen? This is all because the neshama. Thank you, Chaim. Just get him chalent already. I have the poor guy. He's sitting there. It's ridiculous. I can't, I can't even give the shear. It's, it's like I, I, see, I, see, I see him salivating. Poor kid. Give him, it just feels like a feed the children, you know, feed, feed, feed uh, Ellie Brum commercial over here. You know, for just 50 cents a day, you get him a bowl of chalent, you know? All right, all right. So good. So, so, so he says, Kalzos. Why we're gonna to have to do something about the table arrangement? If I understand, if you're on this side, you're cut off. You're cut off from the Gashmias. So I, I understand. Okay, next week we'll change it up. Calls, I'm sorry. Come early. Yeah, come early. So we'll say, why, why does this disconnect occur? Because the ruach is not there. You see, when you have the limbs, when you have the limbs, you both say, here's what it comes down to: What's the central nervous system? that brings all the limbs together. It's the Ruach Elohim. It's the spirit of the Ribbono Shalom. It's that panemius. It's that spirit that brings the limbs together. Shetavo Bishlava Sheni Shala It's that Ruach. I will say, remember again, this goes back to last week's year, where we explained the idea that the panemius, right? My identity as part of the collective, the Ribbono Shalom are all one. So when I actualize my identity as part of the collective, the Shekhinah comes as well. The great unifier, the central nervous system for Am Yisrael is the Achtos, is the unity, is recognizing that I am a part, ultimately again, of the collective. And then the Shekhinah comes as well, the Ruach Elohim. He goes on, he says, Lios af guf kulo achos. It says the Chalban, when the Ruach Elohim, when the Spirit of HaKadosh Baruch Hu comes as a result of us recognizing our identity, not simply as individuals, but as members of the collective, there is a Ruach of Tshuva. There's a spirit of Tshuva that comes, a spirit of purity. That lifts up the nation to unprecedented heights. So I'll say, isn't this an incredible, the Chaban is describing the current state of Klal Yisrael. The limbs are there. The limbs are there, but they're not really connected. The central nervous system is not there. Because what we have is the Chitzonius, the beginning of Panemius, but until we fully actualize that identity that recognizes that I'm not simply an individual, but I am part of the collective, and being part of the collective means that I am a partner with every single other Jew. Until that is recognized, then by definition, the limbs don't become part of a complete body. What, he says, "What is what is the Koach What is the Torah?" So the Koach, I think, it's a couple of things. The Chaban is going in a couple of different directions. Over he says, first of all, the Koach 
is the desire to want this. In other words, h- h- how do you establish panemius? How do you establish panemius? Panemius is when we all decide we want to be part of a whole. Right? I, I, I don't want chitzonius. It's not just about me. See, as Golas, in Golas, we're used to thinking about that the pinnacle of spiritual accomplishment is become the best version of yourself. If you become the best version of yourself, you're good. You're good. That's true. That's step one. Step two is then, it's not about my identity as an individual. It's about my identity as part of the collective. So when we decide that that's a value, when we decide that that's something worth fighting for, then ultimately, again, that's when that Ruach Elohim comes. Now, the Chaban also said, he said in last week's shir, the idea that it could also come from learning Pnimiya Satora. Right, that somehow delving into the more esoteric aspects of Torah awakens this panemius in the individual. But bepashtos, on a most basic level, it comes from a rotzel. And it will say, you know, sometimes life is not all that complicated. Panemius is there for the taking if we want it. If we want it. But wanting it, wanting it is, you know, I was having a discussion with someone. I just said something interesting. And like, and, and this person is a, is a big follower of, uh, of Chabad. Right, uh, a real, a real chassid of the Rebbe, which is which is quite beautiful. But this person was telling me, you know, there's no point in learning any other Torah than the Rebbe's Torah. I said, wow, no, no other Torah, no, it's Rebbe's Torah. I said, I just want to tell you, it's very nice, but understand how divisive a statement like that is. Understand how divisive that is. You want to say you love the Rebbe's Torah. The Rebbe's Torah appeals to you more than anything. I love the Rebbe's Torah also. But to say that it's the only Torah and no one else's Torah, it's divisive. So you have to make a choice. You want to be a Chabadnik or you want to be a Klal Yisrael-nik? Right? You want to be a Satmar Chassid or you want to be a Klal Yisrael Chassid? You want to be a Datid, Sioni, Leumi, Haredi, or you want to be a Jew? What, what do you want to see? We don't realize we do this. We do this all the time. And we go ahead and we choose our camps. And we choose our groups and we choose the segments that we identify with to the exclusion of everyone else. That's Golas. That's Golas. Golas is, I'm going to be the best chassid I can be because that's my goal, to be a chassid, right? And I'm going to be, and again, we justify it a little bit because at least I'm, I am part of a group, right? I'm part, I'm part of a group that's larger than myself, but it's still a factionalized group. That's Chitzonius. That's Chitzonius. That's not Panemius. Panemius says, I belong to Cloud Yisrael and Cloud Yisrael belongs to me. Who am I? I'm a Jew. I'm a part of Klal Yisrael. That, that's why I'm... Of course, maybe I practice a certain way or I look a different way or I address a different way. But Lamaisi, you want to know my affiliation? My affiliation is Klal Yisrael. That's the Pinimia. Says the Chalban. That's the avod of our generation. Okay. Look what the Chalban writes. He says, and now, now is the time to come to Pinimius. Sod bias haruach. Hashra'as hachios haklalit ala amkulo. So if previous generations went ahead, if previous generations went ahead and if previous generations went ahead and kind of brought the body together and began to put the meat on the bones, right? The flesh on the limbs. Then at the end of the day, our avoda, our job is to go ahead and bring the ruach, to bring the panemius. So here I will say, and this goes back to Moshe's point, the Chaban says, quoting the Zara over here, that part of the way that we go ahead and we find Panemius is to delve into the Panemius of Torah. I will say just a word about this. 
there are two levels of Torah, right? There's the chitzonius level of Torah. The chitzonius level is you, you, you learn a pasuk in Chumash, right? You learn a pasuk in Chumash. You learn a piece of Gemara. You learn Daf Yomi, right? So what's the chitzonius? The chitzonius is, you know, what, what, what the lines say, what Rashi says, what Tosa says. What's the panemius? What, it was a Gilgal. You know, hey, what, right, what's, right, what, what's, what's the panemius? What's right? What, what's the, learning Hasidus over here in Mamish? Who knows who's around over here? Right? So I always say, so right, what's, what's the panemius? The panemius is you find the deeper meaning, right? We try to do this every single day and everything we learn. Every day we do this in the daf, right? What's the panemius, right? What is the neshama? So we learn, we learn Mesechus, Megillah, daf, chaf, hey. I know all the shittas. I know the halocho. What's the panemius? What's the neshama of the daf? What's the neshama of it? So again, and this is true in every, it's true in a Pasek and Chomish, in a Pasek. There's the Pshat, and then there's the Panemius. What's, what's the deeper, what's the deeper piece of it? So the Chaban says, quoting over the Zohar, something amazing. That the Zohar writes that one of the ways in which we leave Galos is by delving into the Panemius of Torah. Now the truth is it makes sense. Why does it make sense? Because what's Geula? What's Geula? Geula is finding the Panemius. So what the Zohar is suggesting is, in order to find our national panemius, you have to begin with a journey through the panemius of Torah. So if I delve into the panemius of Torah, the deeper levels of understanding of Torah, that puts me on the path towards the panemius that ultimately leads to Geula. Ki sold gilui sisre Torah, v'sod avodas Hashem panemius. Because again, the secret or revealing of the secrets of Torah and the secrets, or, or the, I should say, the inner dimension of serving Yankadish Baruch Hu, Him Sot Ha'ar Shecholdia Lechol Neshama Umaskir La Shitabogov. Because we'll say something amazing happens. When you learn, and we're going to discuss what this means, the panemius of Torah. When you learn the panemius of Torah, you see, just like Torah has a deeper inner dimension, that panemius of Torah awakens my panemius, awakens my inner core as well. And that's the inner core that says, life is not simply about becoming the best version of myself, but life is about connecting to the collective of Klal Yisrael. He goes on, he says, I'm not simply an entity unto myself. And by learning the panemius of Torah, it inspires me and awakens me ultimately to reach a higher level of Odas Hashem. She saw the Odas Hashchina. Lahargish atzma chilek ve'ever mehaam. We'll say it's it's when he says it, it's such a simple formula, right? Here's what I know. Right now, right now in Gullus, if I think about it, what's my core focus? Suppose I think I'll just suggest a moment. If someone were to stop you on the street and ask you, "What are you working on?" What would you say? What would you say? What are you working on? What's your answer? I'm saying fast. Trying to stay true within the parameters of one foot in front of the other. One foot in front of the other. It's a simple answer. What are you working on? Me. Me. That's what I'm working. What do you mean? What am I? Okay, so uh, there's a lot of different one foot in front of different to kufos in life. But I think if you ask me, what am I working on in life? I'm working on me. And I will say, the truth is, before we start learning the Chalban, we would have thought if somebody gives that answer, that's wow, that's godless. You're, that's, what are you doing in life? You're working on you. Fantastic. And the Chalban says, it's fantastic, but it's gullus. It's fantastic, but it's chitzonius. That's the outer piece. That's the outer piece. 
But understand, working on me is a stepping stone. Ultimately, I mean, because working on me means I'm working on myself as an individual. But my ultimate goal is to work on myself, recognizing that I am a limb of the body of Klal Yisrael. That's the panemius. That's the inner part. And what the Chaban is positing is something amazing. When I learn the panemius of Torah, when I learn the inner dimensions of Torah, the deeper levels, the deeper levels, there's the external, and then I go into the deeper levels, that awakens the deeper levels inside of me. That awakens... It's good, no? Yeah. Good, Baruch yeah. Hashem. <laughs> ah, to be young, to be young, right? I'd be up all night. Right? So to go, so it goes ahead and it awakens the deeper levels inside of me. And what are those deeper levels? That's the deeper level that says, wow, I want to be part of Kaiser. So we'll say, you know, I would venture to say we've all had moments like that. You know, where you feel what a privilege it is to go ahead and be part of of something so much bigger than yourself. And I will say, I will tell you that like, you could experience this in different ways, right? So sometimes it could be like at a seal mashas, you know, where you're sitting and you realize you're in a stadium filled with tens of thousands of people united and you realize that, wow, I'm part of something bigger, but it could come in different ways. I will say, I'll tell you just on a personal level, I had an experience like this. It was actually, it was APAC, like, Two years ago, maybe three years ago, when did Netanyahu speak? Right, it was right before Purim. Maybe three years ago, whatever it was, every year. Good, right? Hey, and, and I remember he was, you know, he was speaking. He, he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't in person. He was speaking. He was speaking, whatever, you know, video cast, simulcast, whatever it's called. And I don't know. He he ended off with some pasuk from the Megillah, and and. You, you remember, you, you remember, like you said, I remember it was, He quoted the Pasuk, where Mordechai says to Esther, you have to go to the king, and you have to <coughs> lobby the king, for who knows, maybe this is the whole reason you became the queen. And he's saying this, he's saying this, and you realize, like, oh my gosh, like, I'm part of something so much bigger than myself. Or you dive in Kabbalah Shabbos at the coastal, and though you can't hear yourself think, I always have this discussion with my kids, right? Because my kids, when they were younger, never used to like davening Shabbos night at the coastal, because they said, like, you can't hear yourself. So I said to my kids, I said, there are two dips. Sometimes you daven to have Kavana, or sometimes your intention is daven, and sometimes you daven as part of Klal Yisrael. And I said, I don't know if it's true, but I think it's true. When you daven as part of Klal Yisrael, if you don't have Kavana, it's okay. Because you're part of Klal Yisrael. Sometimes it's not about your Kavana. Sometimes it's just about feeling that you are a part of the whole. And that's what the Chaban is describing over here. The way to awaken at the Bosei. By the way, why are we learning this? Why, why are we learning this? Because this is Pinimia Satora. Right? This is Pinimius. So the hope is we're going to learn this and this is going to awaken within us a desire to not just work on me, but to work on me as a limb of the whole, but to work on my identity as part of Klali. So he goes on, he says, What's the goal? The goal is to create an unbreakable connection, an undiluted, unadulterated connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and to Klal So look at the last paragraph. He says, listen to this. And this is incredible. Zos zeh sot hatsima on hagadol shebedarenu l'sisrei Torah you know, Jewish Action, you know, the OU magazine had this a number of, I don't know, 
I've come to find I've lost track of time with the pandemic. I, I, I don't know. Everything's like, everything's, because right, the pandemic's going on for what, six years? years? Right, it's been a, it's, we're, we're coming up on a decade already, I think. <laughs> and it, it, it's just, so I remember again, like Jewish Action had this, uh, had, had an entire magazine dedicated to this neo-chasidos, right? This idea that there is like this renewed interest in chasidos, you walk around the shul, by the way, our shul talking about the number of people walking around with their chayenus, right? right? The chay- it's incredible. It's incredible. I, I, again, it's, I, I also have my Dvar Malchus. You know, it's like, w- w- where does this come from? Where, where does this come from that there is this renewed interest, right? Jews never went to Uman, right? This was this, this, I mean, Jews always went to Uman, but it was never a, there was never such a movement like it is now, right? Rabshaila of Kirastir. Whoever heard, oh, say, so you ever hear anyone going to Rabshaila's Kever, you know, before, before 10 years ago, right? Or people learning Rabshaila. So, again, there is this renewed interest, this renewed interest in Hasidus, in Panemius. So says the Chaban something amazing. Do you know why that is? Why is there a thirst for Hasidus? Why is there a thirst for Panemius? He says, Look what the Chaban writes. He says the renewed interest and desire to delve into Panemius stars because Klal Yisrael is yearning for Panemius because you recognize that the last couple of generations have been very successful in bringing the bones back together and putting some flesh on the bones. But the Ruach is not there. The panemius is not there. We're so close to the Geula. All we need is the Ruach, but it's not there. So how do we get it? So we know what, says the Chaban, one of the ways that we inspire ourselves to find our personalistic panemius is by learning panemius of Torah. That's why there is this thirst, because there is a push towards Mashiach. There is a push towards Geula. And so subconsciously, we don't even realize what's drawing us in. But we're being drawn to Sisra, to Pinimia, Satar, to Hasidus, to more esoteric aspects of Torah, because ultimately we yearn to actualize the Pinimias inside of ourselves. He goes on, he says, So Ruach, Kikafi, Shira Inu, Ruach, Zohi, Neshama, Pinimia, Satora, Besora, Bola, Sashkin, of Alkain, Tachliso, Vishel, Shotzima, on Zele, Pinimia, Satora. Therefore, this thirst that we have towards Pinimia, turn the page, Lamed Chas. And I will say because what's happening over here is, really what's happening is, we're drawn, we're ultimately drawn towards the panemius of Torah. Because what we're really drawn to is the desire to discover our own panemius. I want to discover the inner me. I've spent my whole life working on external me, which is great. Again, I want to be clear. That's great. That's fantastic. But now what I really yearn is to find inner me. Inner me is not an individual identity. Inner me is a piece of the whole. Inner me is a limb of the body. Inner me is a piece of Qad Yisra. Chabon saying that you can't have Pneumius if you're living in Gaulus, that you have to be in Eretz Yisrael in order to have it, or he's saying that now that it's been resettled, now even someone living in Gaulus can have it? We're going to see. We're going to see. What it's, I don't know if I should keep searching or not. Well, you have, a chas, you have a chasana next week, so you're not doing anything before next Thursday, right? So, so we're going to see. It sounds like what the Chalban is saying over here is that it needs to be Eretz Yisrael. 
that, 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 that's what it sounds like. Although, again, what we're going to see is he's framing this in a particular way, but we're going to be able to see that perhaps the process he describes can be actualized in Gullus as well. So ho- hold on. We're going to need a couple of more shiurim for that, Amir Sashem. So he goes on, he says, Let's look at the last paragraph. Nimsa, very quickly. Nimsa, Shesot Hazoar, Vesifre Hapanimius, Heim, Heim, Rucha, Demalka, Meshicha. Look at these reservoirs. And therefore, it turns out, says the Chalban, that ultimately, again, when we learn the secrets of the Zohar, the secrets of the Sefer, Sefer Hapanimius, which also refers to all of Chasidos, this is Rucha, Demalka, Meshicha. It is the spirit of Moshiach that is contained in these Svarim. Because when we learn the deeper dimension of Torah, when we learn the panemius of Torah, we awaken our own panemius as well. And as we awaken our panemius, which means the desire to actualize an identity that is part of the collective, not an individual identity, but an identity that is part of the Guf of Klal Yisrael, Haruach Habal Soch HaAtzamas, what we are doing, Rabbi when we delve into the panemius of Torah, we are awakening the panemius within ourselves. And when we do that, when we do that, we are beginning to stir the Ruach. See, right now, Rabbi just going to say, the times in which we live, we'll stop with this, times in which we're living, is the body is there. The body is there. All the body needs is for us to breathe life into it. All the body needs is Ruach. And that Ruach comes from us. But it only comes from us when we discover our Panemius. And the way we discover our Panemius, ultimately, again, one way you could discover it is just by wanting and working on it, being part of Kral Yisrael. The other part we do it is by learning Panemius of Torah. And learning Panemius of Torah, we awaken our Panemius, and when we awaken our Panemius, we enable the ability for the Ruach, the Ruach of Klal Yisrael, to be breathed, to breathe life into the united body of Klal Yisrael. So we have to stop over here for tonight. Incredible, incredible stuff. Yeah, Mayrev, Mayrev. So we'll say, so there's no shear. First of all, a Mazel Tov. A Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov to Morty Spiro, whose Chasana B'Sha'a Tova Umetzlachis is a week from tonight. So there is no shear. There is no shear next week. Here's our show next week, Amir Sashem, but we will continue Amir Sashem the week after. And again, there is a WhatsApp group for this uh, for this year. So again, join I posted on Dafyomi, join the WhatsApp group. I'll post the previous shim as well. Shkaiakbar Myrif, Myrif, whoever would like.